Hey everyone, welcome back to Fostering Growth Podcast. I'm Laura, Laura, your host, and I'm here with my two lovely guests uh, who are also my brothers. How's it going guys? It's Alex. Y'all remember me from the last podcast. It's a pleasure to be here again. Just a reminder, I'm 25 and my birthday is coming up. So I'll be 26 this year. Mm-hmm. Jeez. What are we doing on our birthday, huh? <laughs> Hello, my name is Miguel. I'm 21, turning 22, a couple of days before my own brother. <laughs> He's ditching me for Virginia. It's okay. It's okay. We can all... We celebrate our birthday together. <laughs> we all will celebrate your birthdays together as we always have. And today's um, episode, I wanted to bring my brothers and do a little round table, just as we've done before, with our self-love uh, little cards from We Are Not Really Strangers. Um, and as you known before, like it's kind of like a each card has different questions, and um, we have decided that with this round, we are going to be picking our own cards and um, answering our own questions instead of using one card to each individually answer. Ask, or sorry, using one question to each individually answer. Um, so, since I'm the oldest. <laughs> it always goes by the youngest and the youngest always gets the card from the oldest. am i in the marines yes you are you are a family member of the uh, exactly you family member <laughs> of the marines sorry i'm a civilian oh my bad my bad all right so we will start it off with dun, dun, dun. oh my god I'm Johnson. <laughs> what would i never want to change about myself and then it says, get specific. Um, I feel like I don't ever want to change uh, my ambitions. Like, I might not always be on the right track, but I feel like I am, like, very ambitious person. Like, I want to get things done. And if I put my mind into it and I put, you know, that energy into it, I actually get it done. Um, so I really don't want to lose that for myself. And... uh I feel like with time, instead of judging myself and, and telling myself or like putting myself down, telling myself like, oh, you keep saying you're going to do this and look at you, you haven't really done anything. Um, I've worked more towards smaller steps, you know, uh, so that I can keep those little mini dreams alive because I have dreams and I want to accomplish them. And when I don't put myself first, I don't take on those dreams and then my motivation uh, what is it? slash ambition kind of dies down and I just want to continue doing everything that I want to um you know in this life and I'm soon going to be 30 so I really really don't want to lose that about myself especially going into that new chapter of my life 30 flirty and thriving interesting interesting i'm just getting bad looks from these kids like oh my god no 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 it's fine this is a self-love edition card game it's all about yourself you know get get truthful be real uh my only concern is do i have to dedicate myself to the card that i select yes you do because that's destiny mother of he never liked picky people destiny all right middle child when was the last time i earned my own trust how did i earn it Damn. <laughs> you can't really throw me that curveball because, I mean, 
I guess the last time I earned my own trust was when I kicked my addictions. Like when I sat there, for example, and struggled with my, like if, if it's topic savvy, you know, you can edit it out or not. But like when I had um, my cocaine addiction and like I was really, really like telling myself, oh, I got to I gotta get off of this. But I couldn't really trust myself with the money that was in my hand mm-hmm. or with my thoughts, especially when I would come home from really long work hours and be like, let me just buy an eight ball. Like it was really hard for me. It, it got to the point where I would literally like my money would be thrown in the savings and like I would not intentionally lose my wallets, but like put my wallet in crazy places <clears throat> so that I could you know, wean myself of that. But I think it, it became, it became such a bad ordeal that I had to tell myself now, like I'm, I'm, above, I'm better than this. I'm above this. And so mm-hmm. I began to keep my wallet on me. I began to mm-hmm. take money out and keep money in my hand. And like, even if I was going through moments of like, I need, uh, I need a quick key or I need something like that. It was like, no, nah, I'm better than that. I'm okay. Like, I guess it was just when I realized I could see, supersede my own addictions is when I realized that I can trust myself around mm-hmm. substances and other people that, you know, could procure some substance. And I know that I wasn't going to be like, oh, yeah, let me take a bump, bud. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm good off of that. So thanks for calling me out, Card. But I think <laughs> that was the last the last time. It's OK. You earned your trust and that's what it mattered. So pick up from any of them. Yeah, you can shuffle them if you'd like. However, if you'll remember, Destiny's going to call you out anyways. Get ready. It's going to be brutal the card read it what mistake of mine taught me the most recently what did it teach me one of the biggest mistakes that it's taught me and it's with this relationship and she's been a very good person to accept me back mm-hmm. um i did cheat on her mm. uh we've been fighting for like a while now mm-hmm. we finally we finally got into that that stable relationship status where mm-hmm. we're Trusting one another and we're we're good. Mm-hmm. But before that, yeah, no, that was probably one of my biggest mistakes. Something yeah. I regret. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to lose what I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've told me that um you really like what you have with her because yeah. as much as you guys argue, you are able to communicate and talk things through. And I think, I mean, you guys are young, so it's gonna continue to grow mm-hmm. and in bad times and in good times, because you know, you are engaged and you want to have that family and that life with her right like you feel like you want to so that's great like you got to fight for it and if she again like you said she took you back and she loves you too and you know she knows about your your what is it called um the way that sometimes I don't want to call you out exactly but it's just the way that sometimes you have a hard time communicating so like she knows that about you and yet you guys are still trying, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you can man up and say, you know, I did this to her, but I realized that I really want to be with her. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know? Thank you for sharing. All right. What do I want to stop apologizing for? Oof. Oof. um I think I just want to stop apologizing uh for putting myself first at times just because I've always been a giver and as I've talked about this before where I would help everybody give a you know a hand but I really didn't help myself I really didn't focus on myself and now that I'm taking that time to actually like focus on myself 
take care of myself, put myself first. Sometimes I do find myself like apologizing, like sometimes to you guys where I'm like, you know, oh, I need help. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't help you. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. And you guys are like, no, no, it's cool. If you could, you, or yeah, if you could, we know you would. And it's like, yeah, exactly. So I still feel that guilt of like, oh, I should help them. Like I should find a way to help them. Like, even if I have to, you know, let's say like for money, like, oh, I don't have that much money. Like, let me just, you know, what is it? Pinch pennies so that I can help you guys as well. But I've learned to accept that I have to have those boundaries. And when I apologize, it's not apologizing. It shouldn't be apologizing because of that guilt that I feel. It's just like, uh, it should be more of that like friendly kind of, oh, I'm sorry, but I can't do it, you know, to be more, what's the word? Polite about it. And instead of feeling like, no, really, I am sorry. Like, I really wish I could help you because at times I really do like, I feel bad that I can't help somebody else, but I know that it's good for me and I have to put myself first. So I do want to hopefully stop apologizing for putting myself first, actually, this time with everything, emotions, you know, my mental state and with family like you guys, like we love each other and we help each other when we can. And if we can, we don't hold grudges. We just know that we're all individually, you know, fighting our own battles. Yeah. You have been a mom to us for a long time. I tried. I tried. And that's all that really matters, though. Was <laughs> you, you know, you put the effort in that. Yeah. Oh, a wild card. Oh, help me love myself more. Send this. Send them this card. Interesting. So it's like, I guess this puts my hand out. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, guess what, guys? Because in a plot twist, I pocket it to myself. Because you know, <laughs> self-love edition, boys. I taught myself how to love me. Okay. It's about me. This card game says it. You hear that, Nico? But uh you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> it's man, put me on blast. Uh, but actually, yeah, right. You're not wrong about that. If he was here. A uh, big shout out to my best friend Nico. Like, no, nothing against you. I love you, sister. You know, I really do. But like, loves you. It's fine. I'm your mother. It's if fine. I can take a bunch, give sister. a shout out no to my biggest, that. my biggest support system in the moment. That's my best friend Nico. That man really taught me how to love myself for what I am and for what I'm worth. Even though there's moments when I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like there's moments where I find myself doubting my own worth as, as a man, just in general. Yeah. And that man has really picked me up from the mud. That man has dusted my pants off. That, that man has fed me, clothed me. Like he's always told me, like, you're worth it, dog. Your papa. Hell yeah, dude. That is my papa. I love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you see this podcast, I hope you read like I love you, dog. Like you, I really do appreciate the friendship that I have with this man. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like he's really he's it's been a yeah, day one. Sure. And like we always tell each other, like, since why don't like we got each other like white on rice, like. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So if I could, I send you this card. Take a picture and send it to him, and then be like, "Listen to my sister's yeah. next episode if you want to know what this is about." Oh. I'm so good. All right. Somebody else. <laughs> Let's go, Miguel. How has my confidence increased with age? Oh snap! You're 22. 22. Almost. Almost. I know. I know. Still look like I'm 17 though. Uh, it's that blessing and a curse in our life. Because trust me. How has your confidence gone? Honestly, my confidence didn't skyrocket until I took that first step 
into becoming a Marine. Mm-hmm. Before that, I just didn't know what I was doing with my life. Yeah. But now that I'm here and I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I did the hardest thing I could have done in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You grow up in foster care, you age out of foster care, and then you go straight into the military. Right. I think that is probably, I don't know, probably one of the biggest confidence boosters that's ever happened to me, you know? Mm -hmm. And it really shows you what else can you do? You just put your mind to it. That's good. So your confidence is still going up little by little because you're still growing up. My ego is... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, we're not talking about your ego. We're talking about your confidence. My confidence is up there. Are two different things. Yeah, my right? confidence is up there. My ego is up there when it comes to certain subjects of marine. So mine says, "What's a flaw I've learned to appreciate about myself over time?" Let's see. I have a lot of flaws, <laughs> but the one, or like one of the flaws that I've appreciated about myself, I mean. God, this one's a little hard because it's, it's like, I feel like my flaws, for example, you know, I have a flaw where I'm always running late. <laughs> I feel like that's a flaw. Not uh, a <laughs> um, but I don't really appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I'm trying my best to better on that. Um, I have a flaw of not really thinking great about myself like that like you know confidence I guess and I feel maybe with that flaw I might not have learned to appreciate it about myself but I've really learned how to appreciate myself a little bit more and believe myself a little or believe in myself a little bit more so I feel like I can connect that question to that where I need to put myself up like I I need to lift myself up I need to tell myself like you can do it like it's okay to take breaks it's okay if you you're not you're not you're not at a hundred percent or where you're supposed to be at or where you wanted to be at when I was younger and I thought about like entering my 30s like where I wanted to be but um I think that I can learn to appreciate that feeling because it's made me want to fight to be a better person and want to better myself and make those changes so I think I I can kind of appreciate that low confidence is also giving me that strength to, you know what, like if you feel about this or if you feel this way about yourself, then do something about it. And that's what I've been doing, you know, focusing on my mental health. My next stage is, you know, focusing on my physical health and so on and so forth. Like I'm just going to keep on, keep on moving up. There you go. That's right. That's right. So I really can do. Oh, there's three piles now all of a sudden. <laughs> we're just, you know, we started with two, now there's three. We're just splitting them off one head. Two more shall take its place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when was the last time I felt most in my element? What was I doing? Whipping it in the kitchen, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. As we all probably don't know, if, if I didn't talk about it in my last podcast, I am a cook well along into my seventh year of my culinary career. And it's been an amazing journey, and I'm not going to lie. I feel at home in the kitchen. It is where I excel. It is where I learn, and it is where I do best. The kitchen is is an amazing element for me because it gives me a chance to uh, 
<clears throat> spread my wings, so to speak, and be very creative when it comes to cooking. It allows me to uh, apply a lot of like techniques that normally, you know, as, since I work in banquets, especially it's all about presentation and, you know, like kind of foods and how delicious and yummy you got to do it, even though it's mass portioned. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's really all about making sure that that taste is there and that like when I make it, it's made with love, you know, mm-hmm. I want, I want every bite for them to understand, like I put all my effort into it. So yeah, that's where you'll find me if you're not, if I'm not gaming, it's in the kitchen, 12 yes. hours a day, six days a week, boys. <laughs> Nice, nice. It says, how do I want to be loved by somebody else? Describe in detail, do you love yourself in this way? So, and it says, answer honestly. How do you want to be loved by your fiance? I actually like how she loves me. Okay. Describe in detail how she loves you. (laughs) We have a very, we have a very good loving relationship. But we also have zero fear on calling each other on. There you go. Mm-hmm. And you want to continue to be I love loved it, like that, right? Last thing I She's want, honest. and it, it, I go by this a lot, is I'd rather have somebody close to me mm-hmm. call me out on my, you know, my BS mm-hmm. than someone I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you it's know? yeah because if you don't mind me butting in, I I think I might feel the same way because it's like when it's a family member or somebody that you love you don't take it in a like negative light it's more of like okay I'll I'll listen to what they say because they love me and they don't they're not trying to damage me so when a stranger tells you like hey you have a shitty attitude you're gonna be like well what's it to you you know kind of thing because you're just gonna take it on that like offense so I I do know yeah that's good that you guys love each other honestly and call each other on your BS because you need that. Yeah, <laughs> you need you, somebody you in that. You need that in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like we you need, need that. You need to have a little spine because mm-hmm. it's not bad to sit there and like. Yeah, I understand. Like, yeah. If she's going to call you out, that's because she wants you to change something about yourself. It's not because mm-hmm. she's nagging you. It's not because, you know. But the yeah, good thing is that she. You. you know, you're not going to call her out just to nag her and mm-hmm. make her feel like she's not. No, it's you care for her. You yeah. love her and you need her to. Have your voice, con- like your concerned voice heard, you know, like whatever's concerning you about it, whatever's bothering you, it needs to be said so that when you guys are on the same page at mm-hmm. the end of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I have a very <clears throat> harsh way on calling myself out. Yeah. Like other people might not see it, but like deep down, I put myself down way more than, yeah. you know, than re- regular people should. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, I, it doesn't mean I don't like it. Mm-hmm. but i feel like i need to cool it off i yeah. need to give myself a break because i'll put myself down for for like something small mm-hmm. you know and it's, yeah. again it's that it's my mentality but after going to the marine corps it's that marine mentality now you know one screw up you can't you know yeah yeah but like me <laughs> i was uh i decided to put on my uniform for the first time like my dress uniform mm-hmm. and i couldn't fit it again maybe it might be because i'm getting older mm-hmm. but you it, like, it hit me you yeah, know, like your body changes it was like, too. From like two I was trying to put it on and it was very tight on me. And I looked at myself and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, is this a man? <laughs> oh no. I was I I just didn't like it. Okay. Like it kind of like it shot me. Mm-hmm. It just it was like I shot myself in the foot. Okay. Yeah. So you wanna be able to love yourself yeah. a little bit. And that's kind of what kind of pushed me to go to the gym now. It's like okay. I need to get back yeah. into So you're you're focusing on that physical health aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Mentally, I still look goddamn good in that goddamn uniform. <laughs> Mentally, you <laughs> look good at that uniform. What is that? I still look so, so good. Love in that <laughs> so All right. Good. 
Um, that uniform go clean. We'll do one more round of questions each. And then I do want to get to kind of chit chat because this is Miguel's first time on the podcast and it's fun oh, to yeah. have conversations. Oh, it's Cherry was pop, ladies and hey. gentlemen. Congratulations for being on a podcast. Oh, insert applaud from the audience. <laughs> oh my God, I love this question. Oh my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> says, what am I proudest of myself for recently? Even if no one else has let me know. The thing is that people have let me know and I love it. <laughs> so I'm really proud of my mindset that has recently been changing. I've been focusing a lot on my mental health, as I've said before. And my friends have noticed it. Family has noticed it. And they tell me like, dude, like you seem like more like relaxed, more a little bit like chillaxed. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm really learning how to, you know, when in, I'm in certain environments, like with friends, with family, I just focus on enjoying time with them. And there's times where I know we want to, you know, we had that picnic yesterday and we were kind of talking a little bit about our emotions and things like that. And so it's, it's things that I just want to regulate my emotions and then also like help you guys regulate your emotions where what I'm learning and then especially like learning it through therapy so I'm like really proud of the work that I've put into therapy and then the work that I've put on myself and how I've changed like I'm not as negative as before I still have my dark humor and I'm always proud of my dark humor but I'm not in a negative mindset anymore like I'm not in that like oh my god you know and and, it's like ooh, not everybody gets (laughs) But I'm really proud of it. And like I said, I have heard it from people and it makes me feel even better because that means that people are actually seeing that change in me. And they're like, you seem more upbeat. You seem more, you know, and I'm like, thank you. I appreciate it. It's not that I need it, but it really does feel nice when people, you know, are, I don't want to say all of a sudden want to be around you more often, but it, you know, it, it does feel like, okay, yeah, I am a, a little bit more positive, a little bit more bubbly again, a little bit more myself, because I know that I'm not always a person that, you know, is saying like negative stuff or I, I do, again, use my dark humor, but I'm saying, I remember when before it was just kind of like nothing, like I'm just meh, meh, you know, meh. And now it's like, oh, yeah, no, like I have these plans and I'm working on this and I'm doing this and I want to do this. Like it's it's more upbeat and more positive And I really like it. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, buddy. That's what it's all about. <laughs> what a great card to talk off of. Yeah. Right. Now we got From four on the final, bro. <laughs> telling you, this make talk it is five. Make it five. I'm make it five. Make it five. Make it five. Yeah. And then still okay. pick from the top. Oh, I've got it on my finger. <clears throat> what do I want to learn more about in this chapter of my life? Take ah. this week to explore this topic. Take a week? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Take time this week. To explore oh, it's like take a week and so then you can. What answer. do I want to learn? All right, come you guys, come back in a week. <laughs> Alex will tell us about what he wants to learn detachment in a in a in a in a healthy way mm-hmm. not like because recently snaps snaps i've had i've actually had some good talks with my boys these past couple of days about like my mental health because i'm just gonna throw it out there and I, i'm i'm only throwing this out there because i feel like i feel good enough to be able to talk about the fact that i wasn't in a good standing a couple weeks ago i wasn't i was really struggling with myself a couple weeks ago i was really mm-hmm. 
like I said recently, like I was really uh, doubting myself as a man and as other things like that, just because, yeah. you know, you find yourself staring into the abyss sometimes and there are on the rare occasions it stares back and then you're like, oh, pondering life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the biggest things I really want to learn is just detachment in a way where I understand that things are not of my power or things that are things that, you know, like I cannot control or just things in general that I know don't belong to me. Cause I'm a very, I'm a very possessive person. That's, yeah. that's what I've come to realize. It's like, whatever I do, I do it wholeheartedly, fullheartedly. So I'm very possessive about what I care about, you know, things that matter to me. And when I have to turn away from them, like, yeah, it doesn't matter, whatever, but I want to learn how to be able to peacefully detach myself from those things, especially when they start to poison me, yeah. or when they start to put me in those feelings of like, maybe I'm not worth it. Like, I'm not saying that people have put me in those positions, but I'm do saying that like I've had experiences or I, I feel that and I want this chapter of my life to teach me that it's okay sometimes to just let go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, things sometimes have a way of coming back to you in, in, in other ways, you know? Yeah. And I'm slowly experiencing and understanding that, but I guess for, for someone like me, it is very painful still having to let go. Yeah. But you're a very emotional person and you've always been ever since you were a little kid like you've always been a very emotional kid and it's not like a emotional crying kid no it was like you would attach very easily and very fast and and I remember like when we were kids it was really hard like when you guys left the house and I remember that like you would ask me like when are we going back home and I'd be like I'm not sure, you know. And after you guys know, like you guys accepted the fact that you guys weren't going to come back home, and you were smaller, but you know, going to visit you guys at the children's you center know, and everything—I've never accepted. Well, put a pin on that. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about it a little like that. But I'm saying it's not about the accepting, like okay, this is my life. It's more of like, well, in Abraham's, oh, sorry, that was my bad. In Alex. Uh, position of being a little bit older and understanding a little bit more when we would visit you guys at the children's place like it was really hard to say goodbye because it was like you can see in Alex's eyes that he didn't want us to go that you but he wouldn't say anything it was just the way that he would look at us and it was really hard like to go visit you guys and then leave and not being able to take you guys with us and then that's why I never stopped seeing you guys even after mom made her decisions I still showed up because it was hard to even like detach myself from you guys and I know that for you I'm not trying to put words in your mouth but I know that emotionally you had to shut down oh yeah you had (laughs) to shut down yeah I'm not gonna lie like a lot of a lot of that emotion that's why I said like mentally I feel like now that I'm reconnecting with myself, I feel like my inner child is coming out and crying. Like mm-hmm. He's finally able to, I, I've had conversations with myself, man. Like, so I realized like, yeah, he, he cried a lot mm-hmm. deeply inside. Yeah. He, he went through a lot. And But that's when the kind of, remember, I was the oldest and I had to take care of you guys and I tried my best. No, and then I, again, I, I went, continued to go visits, but then that's when it was placed on you to take care of me and oh, no, that's that, when yeah. like Miguel I feel like Miguel had it the worst like you know no sugar coating anything because you were literally a baby when you went into the system and you grew up your whole life in the system basically 
And so we've always seen it and we've always acknowledged it from you. But when you were a kid, like you really didn't know what was going on. So a lot of times it was hard to explain to you like what was going on. But obviously when you grew up and you started realizing more things, me and you didn't have that communication anymore. It was you and Alex because when you were were together in foster homes and then there was times when you guys were separated and then you guys got reunited again. And I never really got that with you guys. Like I wish there was a foster home who would have accepted all three of us, but nobody was going to accept three, three siblings. Nobody has done that. I mean, maybe, you know what? I'll take that back. Maybe there has, you know, but in our area, there was nobody. And I remember when they asked me, Hey, you know, you, you want to get adopted by this family or, you know, you want to go with your grandma so you can go with your brothers. Like maybe you'll, and I was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I want to go with my brothers. Like I want to go with my grandma. And I never realized that I, that was going to give me back the charge of like, you got to take care of your brothers. And it was just, I was going through my teenage years and everything that was going on in our family and our lives. And so I don't know, the foster system just sucks sometimes. And it's been horrible to all of us, but at the same time, it has given us a lot, you know, and we can talk about it on another episode, but I know that you guys are still close to like foster parents, you know? So, and that's great. Um, that's really something that, you know, it should be like that. You know, it should be that when foster kids and foster parents have that love towards each other. Mm-hmm. But I know that there's a lot of foster kids out there who don't have that. Yeah. And like, we got lucky at times. And I remember I had a foster home that I didn't, I, w- I didn't have a good time. And, yeah. you know, I was being hella bullied by the kids in the home and I didn't even feel safe in my own home. And I was like eight, that was like the first foster home I went to. Yeah. So it's like, we went through a lot. We've been through a lot, but I'm just, I appreciate the growth that we've all. Like, I will had. say this. You guys as a whole, right? I love the Hardens with all my heart. That is my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. But as you guys sit here, this is my mother and father, mm-hmm. right? You guys pick up that mantle. Yeah. Now, I won't, I won't try to say that I was a child. Mm-hmm. I understood what was going on. Yeah, I just thought that it wasn't my place to speak about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's what my yeah. brother was. That too. Yeah, right. yeah, that's true. I trauma blocked a lot of you specifically. Mm-hmm. You remind me of my mother, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I trauma blocked that. Yeah. So when you say you came to visit us, don't take it offensively. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 no, that and that's okay. Like. It, that's what I'm saying. Like we all went through it differently and I shouldn't take that like in a bad way. Like, what do you mean? You don't remember? Like I was there. No, like, it's okay. You had to deal with it in your own way. And if you don't remember, or if that's like blocked out, that's okay. Like I know what I did and I know how I took care of you guys. And I know, you know, at times, you know, emotionally, I do know. Yeah. But it's just, I can't like mentally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your your memories is just like, you just blocked it out. No, that's, and that's understandable. I'm telling you, like we're still growing and that's why I've always been honest with you guys and been like, Hey, like, let's hang out. Let's talk more. Let's, you know, when we hang out and we're all on our phones, like, yeah, you know, it happens. We're in that generation, but then also it's like, let's put our phones down and just actually be with each other because we didn't have that as kids. And it's harder now that we're adults because we all have different interests and more than anything, you guys have more similar interests. And then me and Alex have similar interests. Miguel gets left out. Me and Miguel 
we don't have that many <laughs> different. No, no, no. I'm not saying like we don't have that many different than you know with Alex, but I know at times like I mean now we're parents, bro. So we have that in common, and Alex doesn't. You know what I mean? So like as we grow, we have these connections that keep happening with us, and I want to continue that. I want to be that family that we can't. We don't have to be perfect, but. You know, we didn't have it as kids, but we can have it now. And then especially like for SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah, It was the first time. It was Jordan, you, my brother, me, my mom. Yeah, and you were very first Exactly. And I, even speaking like super quick about mom, I've told her too. I've told her like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to include you in family stuff, but it's also your choice. And I talked to you guys as well. You know, mom's coming along. Like we all just want to get along. It's okay to have arguments. It's okay to have those feelings. I'm not saying, hey, let's act perfect, but I'm happy to, yeah, like I'm happy to share those moments with you guys. And, you know, even with mom, because we're growing once again, we got to keep growing. We've got to keep really, you know, putting ourselves out there for this family to, you know, make it work. Yeah. Okay. Last question for Miguel. What's the biggest improvement I've seen in myself this past year? Honestly, my biggest improvement for this past year that I've seen is the communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm finally able to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that it's the perfect thing. Yeah. Whether it's anger, you know, something comes out of my mouth now. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's the biggest improvement. Mm-hmm. I just now need to dial it down. And now I'll be able to filter out what comes out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's the biggest improvement. Because now I'm not just going to sit by and let somebody talk over me, you know, talk about me. Like, stuff. like I'm going to be able to express what I want to do. Yeah. So I feel like that's the biggest one. That's good. I know I've mentioned it before that that's one of the biggest ones that we've had at times where our communication isn't great. And even through our group text, like communication still sucks at times. But yeah. As long as we keep working on it, I think that's what's important. I got my phone bill on. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we already talked a little bit about yeah. even like we, you, Miguel, you know, in, in the foster system. But I just wanted to give a little airtime, you know, because it's our, yeah, it's your first time being on the pod. And I'm glad, you know, that you're here. And I hope to have more episodes with you, even if it's like all three of us or even if it's just me and you. You know, like I said, we have things in common it's just sometimes it's different yeah yeah it's different at times but once again we're still here we're still learning different war fronts same battles same battles different fire signs same fire <laughs> i know oh my god yeah i'm an aries and this is a leo and we just bump heads a lot Alex is a virgo so i'm the stone that keeps the fires from burning each other literally yet there's you are a charred up stone my brother i'm telling you that right you are charred up i'm like i'm i'm not even charcoal but more serious becoming charcoal my god just sitting here like you're a lava stone at this point (laughs) chill i'm just chilling both of you (laughs) so what'd you think miguel how was your first episode i'm I'm sorry i have to stop doing that (laughs) it's just that's how i act around you guys that's i don't know it's kind of just seems like it's a therapy session with the siblings but it's nice isn't it just air it all your sorry 
airing out all your feelings and your stuff. And and you stuff. can sit here and just talk. I mean, that's the, the point of this podcast is to like, you know, be open and honest. Yeah, it's you know? real life. Everybody experiences differently. And remember, and like, even then, you never know your personal testimony or whatever you say, it could be somebody could be like, huh, I'm going through that. Yeah, I, I feel, feel that. that. So he is going through that too. Buy me a soda. No, uh, I'll just take one from here. Take one from behind you. <laughs> but um, like yeah, like you never know if your words could honestly save somebody's mental state. And I say that I know no, my words can save someone. Yeah, okay, yeah. The, snap, snap. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like I've done it more times. <laughs> All right, but I feel like we're just. This saying... isn't about. For me, at least, in my opinion, for mm-hmm. you guys, it might be different. It's not about everyone else. My very first podcast, how I feel, mm-hmm. I don't think of anybody else. No, you're fine. Like, that's fine. I'm thinking about my relationship with me, you, and, and me and you. That's perfectly fine. But that's what I'm saying. The point of this podcast is you want to talk about our relationship? That's fine. We're talking about it. It but feels at the same like that time, therapy Somebody at some point else. will listen and they'll probably be like, huh, he's fit my shoes before. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you're good. It's good. And it's great, you know, to have you on this podcast because, you know, her and I have been talking about it for a while. I mean, mostly her. She was the one since this, this has all been her idea. I'm not going to, like, try and credit anything. This has all been no, her. No, you're fine. Um, like, since day one, you know, when she had me on board, she was like, at some point, I want to have Miguel come on this podcast. And all three of us at some point, we start talking because we are the original three. You know, like it all, like our lives kind of, we literally started together. We all went through foster care through different ways together, different age perspectives. She as the oldest, me as the middle and you as the youngest. Like that's so much perspective and depth for those who maybe they're the oldest in their family or someone's their middle child or someone's the youngest. Yeah. You know, like this is our way of, I guess, healing our inner child too, to help somebody else out there who's coming of age to understand that you're not alone in this world everybody not everybody may be going through the same thing as you but everybody's going through their demons everybody's fighting their battles and sometimes it's okay to listen to somebody else's struggle because you can find hope in theirs yep and i thank you once again for coming over and doing this episode with me both of you but more miguel because again it's your first one and i'm really happy to have you here yes sir my goddamn god All right. Sometimes well, I've been like, so when am I going to be on a podcast? Well, because there was times where I would <laughs> tell you, and then, like you nah, said, dude. you're like, mm, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't remember this. Well, apparently you trauma blocked me a lot, so just kidding. I did. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to that. I did. No, but. So you can show me photos and videos of us. But it's because me and you, and I'm like, did that happen? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you also have been going through a lot and have been growing up. And so remember, our communication wasn't great before. So, you know, I've had this podcast for two years now. And then the past year, like you just said, your communication has gotten better. So we're in that new chapter where I feel like more comfortable to ask you to be on an episode because I know that you'll be comfortable too. I know that before it it would have probably been more like tense or something, you know, but who knows? But now you're here and you will continue to be here because guess what? Oh. <laughs> no but yeah um all right so we'll wrap it up there uh you guys got to meet the little bro finally and like i said hopefully he continues to come on the pod 
Um, thank you guys so much for being here. I love you guys. You guys are my biggest treasure. Oh, Sometimes. No. <laughs> Pleasure's all mine, sweetheart. I said treasure. Oh, um, days of work. <sighs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you guys are really, like, I really, really, really have, like, a special place in my heart for you guys because you guys do feel like my children and that's why I'm always on your guys's butts and like telling you guys and being that mom and I know that I have to take a step back and be a sister at times but it's hard you know it's hard since I mean I took on that mantle eight years old and it's hard it's been 20 freaking years basically 21 if you want to be so exact but yeah. you know it's all that time 21. all that time being a mother without having to be a mother for the past eight years, being an actual mother, I these mother instincts are on point. Let me just tell you that. You wake up. <laughs> Alex is doing some stupid. <laughs> what are you doing? Remember that time that I'm like, well, what are you doing? Tell there? you what I'm like, not. How did, how did you know? And I'm like, mother knows all. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'll tell you what I'm not doing, being safe. Oh, God. All right. Well, as you guys know, you can find the pod on Facebook, uh, looking, searching Fostering Growth, where I'm still trying to figure out my best way to, you know, better Facebook, but it's just figuring it out. Uh, Instagram at Fostering underscore growth. Or, no, that's our Twitter. My bad. Our Instagram is at fostering.growth.pod. And our Twitter is at fostering underscore growth with two H's. Um, you can email us at fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com if you have any, um, you know, request of like topics, um, any, you know, just want to say hi, uh, want to talk to someone. Uh, I do check, you know, emails. I've gotten new emails uh, just from like mutual friends who have just told me, hey, I just want to email to tell you I'm enjoying the podcast. So thanks for that. But um, yeah, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, children of mine, for being here. And I hope that everyone's having a great summer because we're officially in summer and I hate it, but oh well. Oh, well you're going to hate the wedding. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, hard, <laughs> All right, Jay. Yeah. Do you guys want to plug anything in? Um follow me on Instagram. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, unknown.play. Let's go. No. Um I mean, yeah, just to kind of put a put a period on that, you guys can always reach out to the emails and stuff like that and let us know if you guys have any questions, you know. We'll be glad to answer them. And of course, it's all, it's full, like, what is it? Uh, it's all anonymous. Anonymous, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, well, Claire from Jacksonville. <laughs> no, 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 Claire from Jacksonville. If you want to tell us some things like that, you go ahead and we're just going to say, well, you know what? Yep. This person, you know, we're going to look back on the comments and if it brings, if your story or your particular, you know, um, uh, what is it? Testimony, you know, proceeds to a topic that we might, we might even bring it up, but we'll ask you as well, too, if you're comfortable. But feel, feel more free and welcome to, to, you know, to email us. But yeah, that's all it. Yeah, go. One thing we say in the core is enjoy the stops because the height never ends. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Bye. guys. <laughs>